Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PFM Betting Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brian Lewis, joined by my fellow co-host, David Bierman. Tonight, we're, we have the Vikings versus the Eagles on Thursday Night Football. It's uh, The spread right now is at Eagles minus six after opening at Eagles minus seven and a half. We've seen a lot of movement already because of injuries for the Eagles. David, I'm an Eagles fan, obviously, as you know. So I'm going to get your thoughts on this matchup first before I give my insight. I'm pretty much sure I know who you're going to take. Uh, I, I like the Eagles here, and I'll, I'll tell you a few reasons why. One, I think it's a bounce-back spot. Yes, they won last week. Didn't look good at all, as you know, in surviving the New England Patriots. But what great teams do, great teams that go to Super Bowls like last year, is they win the games they don't play well in, as opposed to losing those games that they should win, like, oh, the Minnesota Vikings last week with a touchdown favored over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who we all thought were going to be bad and still might be bad, but the Vikings looked bad and they lost the game. So you look at the two teams that are playing this week, you have one, both of them looked bad in week one, but one survived on the road and the other lost at home. That's really all you need to know about this matchup. Also go back to last year when it was pretty much the coming out party for the Philadelphia yep. Eagles. If you remember after about eight games, I believe there were both, one was 8-0 and the other was 7-1, and one, and that one loss was against each other, and the Eagles thoroughly dismantled the Vikings. I'm not sure it's going to be as big of a blowout, but I do think this Eagles team is as good as they were last year, and I'm not so sure anymore about the Minnesota Vikings. We talked last week how they won so many one-score games last year, lost the first one this year that was a one-score game, blowing a big lead. So I like the Eagles. I lean towards the six. I think they win this handily. Six points is a lot on short rest, and they didn't look great last week, but I think they're the much better team here. Yeah, to no surprise, I agree with you here. From my perspective for this matchup, they're going against a much worse defense in the Vikings than the Patriots last week, and they're at home. They're a much better team at home at covering the spread than they are on the road, especially as we saw last season. And they had the week one to kind of shake off the rust, and like you said, really good teams manage to find ways to win despite playing really ugly. That's exactly what happened last week. And even though losing James Bradbury is a big loss for this matchup because of the Vikings' is a wide receiver duo with Justin Jefferson, obviously, and now Jordan Addison, that's a tough loss. But now when you get it as low as minus six at DraftKings, I like the value there, getting it under a touchdown. I probably wouldn't have touched the spread if it stayed at seven and a half. But now I think it's pretty. it's definitely appealing to me. And I don't like to bet the Eagles too much. I wasn't on them last week, and they somehow did manage to cover depending on what spread you got. But I feel much better about them in this matchup than we than I did last week. Yeah, and I agree. I think at seven and a half, it would have been tough to touch that one. But at six, I think it's a much easier way to look at it. I just think that they're they're much better at at, at basically a better team there. And I do like them this week. And I don't I don't think the Vikings are going to have an answer for Philly's offense. And you got to give credit to Bill Belichick for shutting down Jalen Hurts and the Eagles last week. Oh yeah. Without question. And I do think there are some growing pains with the uh, new offense coordinator, Brian Johnson, replacing Shane Steichen left for the Colts. He's the new play caller. He's had history with Jalen Hurts dating back to high school, but he has very limited play calling experience. I'm pretty sure he was briefly the play caller at Florida under uh, Dan Mullen. So you, you're a little familiar with him as well, too. A little bit of rocky start last week against the Patriots, but they're playing a little tight once they got that 16-point lead running the ball a lot more than they usually do on early downs. But like I said, even though Brian Flores is a tough coordinator for Jalen Hurts, he loves bringing the blitz. And if Hurts struggles in any areas of passer, it is against the blitz. But this Vikings defense is nothing compared to that Pats defense. But let's get into the picks. 
We both agree on the side here. Eagles minus six. I'm three and three giving out uh, anytime touchdown props for, for the primetime game so far. I promise I won't be 100% accurate for the entire season, but I'm very happy with this three and three start so far. But why don't you go ahead first and give out your favorite uh, props and other bets for this game? Yeah, I'm going to start with the anytime touchdown. And, and congrats for you for going 3-0 last week in that. We all profited handsomely nicely. Um, I, I actually, I like Jalen Hurts to get in the end zone this game. I think, you know, the the, the Patriots kind of stopped him and bottled him up a little bit. And you saw what Jalen did against the Vikings last year. And I think he'll do it again. I think he'll get in the end zone. So I'm going to take him at minus 120. Uh, and the other prop I like is, and, and I bet it this morning right away, is I think uh, – Jefferson going over 92 and a half yards. I think that's way too low. He has proven to be pretty much unguardable in the NFL. He's hit 92, 93 yards in a, in 12 of his last 18 games, 11 of the 17 last year. You saw what he did last week against Tampa in the loss. Even the Eagles' great defense, I don't think we'll be able to stop him. He should also score, but you know the wide receivers' touchdowns are a little bit fluky. You don't know who the play calls for, who's going to be guarded. So I'm going to play it a little safe and just go with the over in, in yardage. And I would take over seven and seven and a half catches as well. Um, you know, Jefferson's going to go eight for 120 almost every week this season. He's on a mission just like Tyreek Hill is. So those really are the two player props that I'm liking for for the game uh, on, on Thursday night. Yeah, I can't really hate that Jefferson prop just because he's Justin Jefferson. And also, this is one of those games last year where he actually, I don't know if struggled is the right word, but it was one of his worst performances of the season. He had he definitely went way under his total last year. He only had six catches for 48 yards with Darius Slate covering for most of the game. And Kirk Cousins really struggled on his performance last year. But he's already talked about to the media how to kind of have this game struggle on the calendar because they really want to get some payback after really embarrassing themselves on Monday Night Football last year in this matchup. So you can never go wrong with taking in Jefferson over. You can never go wrong with taking in Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown score as well, too. I mean, last week, the Eagles only had one possession in the red zone and they threw a touchdown pass to Devontae Smith there. But you know, as soon as they're around the goal line that Jalen Hurts is going to be who they want to get the ball in the end zone there, especially since they might be without Kenny. There are without Kenny Gainwell tonight. And we don't really know too much about Rashad Penny's role in his offense. He was inactive last week, but expect him to play tonight because he had the film for Kenny Gainwell. He was inactive because he played special teams. So can't go wrong with that play there. I teased, my, I was going to give out anytime touchdown prop. And the guy I'm going with this week is A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's odds are at minus 115. And a big reason why I'm going with him here is, is that I wouldn't be surprised to see Hurts connect with A.J. Brown for a deep touchdown pass in this game. In our uh, defense power rankings on profootballnetwork.com, courtesy of Dalton Miller, he had the Vikings ranked 28th going into the season. And we saw them last week lose to Baker Mayfield and the Bucks offense. Obviously, he's projected to be one of the worst in the NFL. Granted, Baker didn't have a great game throwing the ball. He's still connected to a Mike Evans on 28-yard touchdown. This Vikings cornerback duo is definitely not one of the best in the NFL, and that's putting it mildly, to say the least. A.J. Brown, this stage of his career, is a much superior receiver to Mike Evans. We saw last year Hurts and A.J. Brown love to connect on that fade route. Hurts has this like irrational confidence throwing those routes, throwing those balls to AJ. I see to catch no matter what. So I, I like him to connect on a deep ball this week too, which is why I'm also going to take AJ Brown over long reception at 25 and a half yards. And so those are my two favorite plays for this week besides taking the spread. I was looking at Dallas Goddard receptions prop. Anyone that paid attention to the game last week saw that he had zero catch and just one target. 
However, it's at four and a half, which seems pretty high. Great. I could easily see him going over that. I'm just a little too afraid to take him at that number. And two of the things that you mentioned, one with AJ Brown is actually probably the bigger surprise last week than anything is that he wasn't as involved in the passing game as we have seen in the past, whether New England bottled him up or what. He just did not seem like he's the same A.J. Brown. And so I do agree with you. He should have a much better week. And as far as the Minnesota Vikings defense, listen, I had conversations in the offseason. We had pods. We talked about the futures. I was a little bit higher on the Minnesota Vikings than most people were. I had them as a fringe playoff team that could compete for the division title in a division that doesn't have a runaway team, depending on what you think of the Detroit Lions and Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. But I did admit that the problem with the Minnesota Vikings was going to be their defense. Obviously, when oh, you yeah. have Kirk Cousins oh, yeah. and Jefferson on your offense, and even without Dalvin Cooks, Madison's fine. The defense lost a lot of people from last year, and it showed when the Baker Mayfield offense just went up and down the field and didn't have a problem. And then you see the rumors out there today that he knew what the Vikings were tipping off their signals. So better not do that or going to get run over by the Eagles. But I think we both agree that that Eagles offense should go up and down the field on the Vikings defense, which is why you like A.J. Brown. Why I like Jalen Hurts to score. I think Jalen Hurts has a big game. He'll go over his rushing total as well. Uh, I think he'll throw for a few. I think he'll run for a few. And this will be a get-right game for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I totally agree with all of that. And one thing going for the Eagles this week compared to last week is it was a rarity seeing this Eagles defensive line struggle against a pass rush, but they definitely struggled to pass protect Jalen Hurts last week. I mean, Jordan Mailata struggled for sure. But the Vikings' pass rush is much worse than the Patriots' pass rush. I mean, they have uh, Daniel Hunter and Marcus Davenport, but Davenport might not be playing. And for the Eagles' side, you have uh, the Vikings center Garrett Bradbury who's going to be playing, and Christian Darrison might not be as well. So this Eagles' pass rush, as we know, is one of the best in the NFL. Jalen Carter had a really good debut against the Patriots last week, getting a sack and a bunch of quarterback hurries. And if I could see a similar scenario happening in this game, and because of that, I could easily see Kirk Cousins throwing interception and his over 0.5 interceptions is only at minus 125. Not to mention, this is a primetime game. We all know about primetime Kirk Cousins. So that's another play I'm going to add as well. Kirk Cousins throwing interception, minus 125. A.J. Brown, anytime touchdown, minus 115. And A.J. Brown over longest, completion, longest reception, um, 25 and a half. And that brings us up to another good memory from the week. We all were on Josh Allen interception, which happened early and often last week. So, yes, can't go wrong playing primetime Kirk Cousins over interceptions. Do like that as well. No, and um, that was definitely an easy call last week with uh, Josh Allen throw interception. Like I said, that when I was breaking down that pick, he's just a reckless – he's a gunslinger by trade, and he's going to be reckless sometimes. But I couldn't imagine he's going to be that reckless on Monday night. Yeah, three interceptions and a fumble and couldn't drive the team at any point in time other than the one last-minute drive that tied the game when in reality they had time to go ahead and win it. But he decided to get conservative at the wrong time, tied it up, and next thing you know, they lose after one drive in overtime. Yep. So to, to recap, we're both leaning Eagles minus six. David has Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown minus 120. He has the over for Justin Jefferson receiving yards at 92 and a half. For me, I like A.J. Brown over longest reception, A.J. Brown to score a touchdown, and Kirk Cousins at their interception. Make sure you also go read Kyle Soppy's same game parlay. He hit last Thursday night's game, he hit Sunday night's game, and he was all ready to hit Monday's game until the uh, Buffalo Bills 
blew the lead late in the fourth quarter, and I'm going to take some blame for that because I basically was saying how he went 3-0 and in the same game parlays. and uh, we, It was a perfect hedge opportunity. The hedge on the Jets was just as much value as the same game parlay was, so it's a win-win. But in reality... Soppy went three and zero in his same game parlays. Yeah, very impressive to go three for to go almost three for three on same game parlays when you gain some juicy odds of this for sure. One thing to mention that our uh, audience should be careful making bets for this game is make sure to shop for lines because right now DraftKings you have the Eagles at minus six, but at FanDuel's minus six and a half. So you like the Eagles, make sure to take them at DraftKings. If you like the Vikings, make sure to look at FanDuel or other sports books. But that's a wrap for our podcast tonight. Um, we'll be back for our podcast coming out on a Friday, previewing the entire slate. And we'll be back for Monday, previewing the Monday Night Football games as well. Good luck and win your bets. And please check out all of our content at pfmbetting.com and pfmbetting on Twitter. 